welcome to the 151st episode of the Cracked Die podcast. Hello! This is a special episode, right? Very special episode. Like 151 is like one of those major landmarks, isn't it? Yeah, it's very flammable. Yes. Goblin episode 3000, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I just thought we were celebrating like, isn't it a prime number? I don't know. (laughs) Sure. Goblin 151 sounds like really like a terrible drink. It is. Also, speaking of a prime number, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, (laughs) you could subscribe at no additional cost to yourself to our Twitch show. (laughs) Getting in the books. Smart. Give us your Twitch Prime subscription. Do it, you coward. Oh, I should remind my father and my brother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> well, last episode, you guys did some investigating of the cathedral. You found some interesting items that have been missing and discovered some interesting items that are missing. I.e., you found the copy of Queen Iliosa's contract with the demon. And you found out that there's a skull and a dagger missing. Both are relics of old Phrasmin priests that used to live or work or be heroes here. And then you found this weird, large, two-headed, leopard-looking creature, but that's not a big deal. Jetton. It's a Jetton. Jetton and Jorts. It's a Jetton, yes. A Jetton and Jorts. Wait, if it's a Jetton and Jorts, weren't those in, in Zootopia? Like the backup dancers? Yes. <laughs> it's a Jetton and Jorts, and its name is John Cena? <laughs> That would explain why we couldn't see him to start. Yes, I was just thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Knife Sword, it is your turn. I've had a week to prepare for this. What are you doing? I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Robert. It's been a whole week. How could he possibly remember? Yeah, well, I guess I'll just walk forward through the door. Okay, so you go through the door and you see this jetting in jorts. Oh, a lot of denim there. <laughs> hmm. Does he look like he's like conversing with Twin Talon or what? No, you see that Twin Talon has stabbed it once so far and is trying to stab it again. Okay. Well, if that's the case, let's just throw a level six uh, magic missile at two actions to it. Oh, dang. Oof. Hello. <laughs> Zap. 23 damage to it. All right. Match three actions. All right. Next up is Brianna. Brianna will square her shoulders, kind of do a little like next. Excuse me, ooh, I'm coming through this door. I'm bapping knife sword on the head as I pass. <laughs> I can hit it from next to Twin Talon, right? It is occupying this corner here. Yep, you're good. Okay. <sighs> I'm not panicking. You're panicking. It's fine. I'm sorry. Did she just step adjacent to me? Yeah. I bapped you on the head. Can I take my step? Yes, she did. You may scuttle or waltz or whatever it is that you you do. I would just like to mosey down one square to the bottom right. Okay. Next to the spiral staircase. Is that what this is over here? Yes. Okay. There's a spiral staircase in the southeast corner of the room, which looks like it goes downward. Yes, it does. Into the darkness. Brianna's totally not going to write her shield down it. What? We can do that later. <laughs> no, right now. All right, Legolas. I had a cousin that loved to do that. <laughs> Wee! Okay, so instead of skating down the spiral staircase, she will thwap it with her mighty blade for a 39. That will hit. Excellent. Take 19 points of damage. I will. I would like to reactive murder, please. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, no, I'm bringing the reactive murder. 
Fine. 39 to hit its flat-footed AC. Oh, that will hit. And twins. Uh-huh. 19 is the base damage, and then when you add in the three dice of sneak attack and two additional from precise, uh, not too bad. An additional 18, so that would be 37 damage. All right. Of piercing cold iron magic damage. Haya, what type of damage did you do? I believe it was good and slashing. Okay. Also, Matt, I see you copying me for the first two rolls. It's fine. With 39 and 19, whatever. I just think the random number generator is jacked up. This is not me calling you out because I always copy you when we order food together. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you moved. You swung it. You have one more action. Um, hmm. <laughs> I believe I should raise my shield. Shield has been raised. Heidi, it is Ooh's turn. Does Ooh notice that Twin Talon has been, like, affected in some way? No, he hasn't been affected. He's managed to fight them off both times because he's good like that. Took a hero point, but... Oh, yeah. All right. So I am going to rage because I'm an angry woman, and I'm going to sudden charge. Sudden charge! With my silver dagger, because fuck you. For a 39! 39. That's the same attack three times in a row. Yep. That'll hit. It's just regular damage? No, it's rage. Yeah, unfortunately, you only get half damage from raging with a dagger. <laughs> 14. 14 damage? Okay. Another 14 points of damage. Bring in that Marshall's aura. Oh, you can do the, the Dread Marshall thing too, right? What is that? I forget. The intimidation thing? Oh, but you have to go into the stance. Well, you still have one action to do whatever you like. I can't. Sudden Charge took two. Nope. When you rage, you get to do a rage action basically as part of it. So you can do Sudden Charge, and then the rage action, like the going into rage, doesn't cost an action. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and put on my Dread Marshal stance. Attempt an intimidation check. Oh my goodness. Nice! Fuck! Fuck, yeah. Hey. For a natural 20 for a full 38. <sighs> my Marshal's aura increases to a 20-foot emanation. It grants me and my allies a status bonus to damage rolls equal to the number of weapon damage dice of the unarmed attack or the weapon I am currently wielding that has the most weapon damage dice. Basically plus two. When you are an ally or in the aura, critically hits an enemy with a strike, the enemy is frightened one. But it increases to 20 feet, which in this fight probably doesn't matter because we got this thing pinned in a corner. But it is frightened one. No, we have to crit on it for it to become frightened, Sean. Oh, okay. Whew. All right. Well, it's now its turn and... <laughs> We have a target-rich environment now. Yay. All right, let's start with... We're going to take a swing at Brianna first. All right, I'm down. With a tongue. Oh. A tongue? Buy Brianna dinner first. Goodness. <laughs> it's an 11 on the die for a 40. Um, <laughs> let me see. Does that hit? It does. Just buy two. So you are being hit with 25 bludgeoning damage and 11 evil damage. Okay. For a total of 36, is that correct? Yep. And then you are knocked down. Am I? You are. I feel like I had something against that. Am I misremembering? Your dwarven thing makes it harder to do that with a check, but I don't think there's any check involved. I think it's just automatic. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. I'll happily be knocked down. It's fine. Yeah, so you are prone, I believe, now? Yeah, you're prone. Does it have to take like, an action, but it can do it automatically, or is that just part of the attack? 
So it has improved knockdown. This monster can use knockdown as a free action triggered by a hit with its initial attack. Gross. So yeah, it's automatic. Then we're gonna go with a claw at Ooh, which is a 19 on the die for a total of 44. <laughs> critical. Ugh. That is a critical hit. Would anyone like to use a hero point to make me re-roll? I will use my own hero point this time. Tell you to suck it. I would rather not. Suck that hero point, John. Do it. There's too many people listening. Oh my. <laughs> Claw again. That's a four on the die for a 29, which is a miss. And then the jaws snap at Twin Talon for a 12 on the die for a 31, which is also a miss. I'm very interested in this creature. <laughs> All right, Christine, it is Soraya's turn. Let's see what we can learn, because I'm going to do a quick uh, recall knowledge. Great. Please give me a religion roll. Okay. 29. That is a miss. Really? What? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, that was a 13 on the die, so I'm not sure I'm going to get much better. Alrighty. I'm going to go with some... I have some alchemist fire that I wasn't using because I was using the, the sunlight. So let's, let's just chuck those. 29. Will miss. Let's hero point that one. It's a brand new episode. All right. Literally the same. <laughs> so you rolled a three for a 26. So the 29 is the better of the two. Okay. All right. I'm going to try again. Do you get a splash from that? I do. Um, it is a greater alchemist fire. So it is taking three fire splash. Plus two. Plus two. So five fire splash. Go dread marshal. Oh, <laughs> uh, and that's a miss. 22 is a miss, yes. Is it a critical miss? Oh, it is. Oh, do I have any more hero points? I don't think so. No. Alrighty. So the bottom option, which is usually bomb or spell, is just spell. So I guess we'll go with range this time. Yes. Which is just called, huh? You are confused. <laughs> Fair enough. For some amount of time or just forever? It just says you are confused. Which is probably for one round. Okay, cool. We'll go with one round. So that was identify, throw, throw. Yeah, identify, whiff, whiff. But well, you do the five splash damage again, right? On a critical miss? I don't know, do I? No. Okay. Just so far off. Just goes down the stairwell. It's so far off, it might have hit Tasani. Nope. Uh, Matt, it is your turn. Okay, Twin Talon will attack the jet. That is, oh, on a 20 for a second. Whew. That is a miss, regular miss. 27 is a regular miss. I'm going to use my ear point. Okay. That's a 41 instead. Jesus. Oh, that's a hit. <laughs> is that a regular hit? That is a regular hit. Man, against his flat-footed AC still? Uh, oh, hey, on hand. Yes, it is. <sighs> this guy's AC is way too high. Yeah, I agree. Not really. Just like the rent, his AC is too damn high. But I could, you know. All right, so that is 37 damage. All right. Is it still up? Oh, yes. Okay. I'm trying to think, what did... Your check was plus 16, and you did not make it. Yeah, I'll try a knowledge check. All right, religion, please. 29, which I think is what Soraya got. Is also not enough. Okay. Tesani's going to take her free attack. 34 to hit. 34 to hit. It's not flat-footed to Tesani, correct? Correct. It will miss. Boo. 
Okay. And then for my third action, I'm going to use preparation, which gives me a second reaction to stab this thing with. All right. Preparation H is in play. All right. Next up, knife sword. It is your turn. Sorry. Plus two damage on my attack. Okay. Quick question. If I summon something into the same space occupied by my team members, I can do that? No, it cannot be in the same space as your team members. So, but if I summon it and then it moves in into their space, they could do that, right? It can't end its turn in their space. It depends on what it is, but typically no, yeah. What are you attempting to summon, yeah? It's fairly large. Probably not, unless it's incorporeal. Well, let, let me just do it and we'll see what happens. So, I'm just gonna stare at the creature in question. And as I do that, I'm going to make a whirring noise. <laughs> a whirring noise? Okay. <laughs> and over, let's see, how do, I, how do I actually put it down? It has to make a fortitude save first. Yes. And it won't show up till the start of your next turn. Okay. All right, let's see if I can make a save. Xeroximo! I make a regular success. Okay, well, still happens. All right, so next turn. <laughs> oh my God. Hiya, it is Brianna's turn. You are prone on the ground. Hello. Uh, yes? A regular success doesn't stop the duplicate from showing up. Correct, but it shows up at the start of the next turn, right? I don't think so. It's cast time three, it just takes the whole turn, but it shows up. Oh, okay. There you go, knife sword. I've duplicated it. Woo! All right, uh, I'm gonna set it to 70 hit points. So what did you just do? I duplicated him, and so basically, I have an exact copy. Well, it would have been an exact copy, almost, but you succeeded in your your little save there. So this one's only does uh, half damage now. So, yeah, it's like a copy of a copy of a copy. It's not quite the same as the original. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one likes pizza. Yes. Yeah. Doug. Thank you for remembering the reference. <laughs> so basically, he is uh, working with us for the next uh, couple of rounds. All right. I have a question. Do we know that? Well, this one's plaid, so I think it's pretty clear. Okay. I assume if we see knife sword going... <laughs> and then it pops up. <laughs> okay. Because a lot of noises have come out of knife sword's mouth and <laughs> randomness has occurred. So Brianna will hesitate for a hot second, just blinking up at this plaid, jorted, not jet, and my brain is not working. Jetting. Did I say it right? Okay, cool. Jetstrosity. Hell yeah. So fabulous. And then look over then at the real one, the original, the OG, and she will attempt a religion check. I believe it's the OJ. Sorry, the OJ. You're correct. <laughs> you see it try and put a glove on. It doesn't fit. It gets oh my God. Oh. <laughs> go ahead and give me a religion check, please. Okay, religion check. Here we go. How's a 35? That is a success. Nice. Hooray! This is a lawful evil, large Asura fiend. By Asura, by Asura. This is also known as a Nik... Oh boy. N-I-K-A-R-A-M-S-A. Nikaramsa? A Nikaramsa. Nope. There's no schwa. <laughs> Lies, knowledge, and deception are this creature's stock and trade. They are outstanding scholars with deep and nuanced understanding of religion, philosophy, astrology, and similar subjects. They take particular delight in exploiting the greed and hubris of gullible worshippers 
using them to desecrate and destroy their own faith. Even in their goal of undermining the holy, these creatures' twisted humor knows few bounds, and they prefer to take on the guise of divine messengers with boons to share. Once they find a likely victim or set of victims, they use their vast knowledge of religion to impart contradictory wisdom religions for their own benefit, leading to the eventual implosion of the faith from heresies of the clergy. They're conspiracy theorists and cult leaders. They appear as a messenger of some deity and they trick greedy or proud people into being like, yes, I'm going to give you something. Or yes, you're so important that Phrasma sent me to talk to you. So you get to ask me two questions, Haya. What would you like to know about these creatures? <sighs> what is their favorite color? Blue. No, green. Ah! <laughs> well, I guess we, we bested that creature. Yes. Uh, <laughs> done. <laughs> I guess weaknesses? What do you guys think? That's always a good one. Okay. Weakness to good for 10 additional points. Nice. Hmm. Good to know. Usually, Christine is far better asking these questions than I am. <laughs> what else do we want to know? Probably immunity, so we don't use uh, stuff that won't affect it. All right. Let's do immunities. It is immune to curses. Damn it. Curses. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh no, it doesn't seem to have affected it. It's only made him stronger. Yes, give me your curses. Uh, <laughs> all right, that was your first action. You get two more. Second action would be to stand up. And my final action, I'll, I'll attack for now. I think it's the safest bet with one action. Swing out, Louise. What was that? Swing out, Louise. Oh, I heard. Do you have its titties? <laughs> That's what I heard. So I got excited. No. That's a question. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> 31. 31 will miss. Yeah, I reckon. Oh, it's just a mess. It's okay. All right. Ooh. All right. Ooh is going to I don't think I can do that. That's a reaction. You can do the one where it uh, becomes stunned. I was thinking about that, but I want to trip him too. Oh, all right. Yeah, I kind of want to trip him. So tripping is an athletic check, I believe, mm -hmm. versus their fortitude DC. So for silencing strike, it says a quick strike to the face from out silences your opponent, but if he fails at a, the foe must succeed at a four to two save against your class DC, which would technically be 32. It must succeed at a DC 11 flat check to use linguistic actions. So that is like a separate function of it being stunned one. I believe it is stunned one either way. Okay. Or maybe, I don't know, there's there's more to it. It's really cool in that like, if they're a spellcaster, it now makes it harder for them to cast spells. And also if they crit fail, I think they're stunned one. Crit fail, they're stunned three instead of stunned one. On a failure, it's stunned one. Oh. Yeah, so there you go. It's an attack you can do every round that just has a bunch of extra effects that could happen, but it does regular damage plus a bunch of stuff that might happen. Okay. So if you don't know what to do, I would always go to that one. But uh, if you want to trip it, there are mechanics for that. I would like to do a silencing strike first, and then I would like to trip it. Okay. So I will do that. It's a regular attack roll. Oh, for a silencing strike, I just make an attack roll? Yeah, it's just an attack. And then if you hit, it's got to make a save. And if it fails, bad stuff happens to it. Okay. For a 40? That'll hit. Hell yeah. I would like to save a reactive murder when you're done this. <laughs> you love a good reactive murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For 13 damage. Okay. The FOMA succeeded a fortitude save against my class DC, which would be a 32. All right. A fortitude save against class DC, 36. It succeeds. The target is unaffected. 
So now I would like to trip him. Uh, I would like to react to murder before you do that. Sure. Since I have to do it as a reaction to that. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Look, it's how the rules work. I didn't make this up. I mean. Uh, that is a natural 20 for a 45. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is a double crit. All right. Well, I will take two cards and choose the better of the two. Is that what we decided, right? Or my favorite of the two. So I can either do triple damage or I can make them clumsy one and have a 10 foot status penalty. I'll take the triple damage. I'll just take that one. Yeah, yeah. So it's 27 plus 2d6 from precise. So eight. So that's 35 times three is 105 piercing cold iron magic damage, which we now know doesn't matter. All right. You aerate its kidneys fairly well, but it is still alive. All right, back to you. Take your second action. Heidi, you can trip it now, although it is bleeding immensely. <laughs> I mean, oh no. 105 damage, that's nice. Yeah, that's insane. That is a critical success on the trip. So I've tripped him and it says, while raging, when you trip somebody, you deal that foe bludgeoning damage equal to your strength modifier. Oh, I'm sorry, Sean. It does an extra six damage for my attack. I keep forgetting ooze plus two damage. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so what is your strength modifier, Heidi? Plus five. And then, because you critically succeeded at tripping them, they take 1d6 bludgeoning damage. So can you roll 1d6 for me? Ooh, just fucking choke slams. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And would you like to describe your kill? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ooh, just choke slams him. That seems very appropriate. <laughs> just grabs him by the neck, just down. Just one of the necks. <laughs> one of the necks, both of the necks. Ah! <laughs> what is the Gravedigger's move? I don't remember what he does. The Undertaker. Undertaker. Is that the one where he like slams him on his knee? No, that's where he choke slams him and then <laughs> crosses his arm. Oh, there you go. Well, he's dead. That's me. Imagine me just crossing my arms. Yep, that's <laughs> me. I did that. So you tripped him and he fell down and died. Well, there you go. <laughs> what an embarrassing way to go. I choked him to death. Someone trips you and you snap your neck. <laughs> yeah, slit snaps both of the necks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, no, that was great. That was great. I want to say that that is a very cool looking monster, and I wish good monsters were that cool looking. It's sad to me that all of the evil monsters look really cool. Mm -hmm. It'd be neat to have like one of these guys like just hanging out at the Citadel. What is it like the accidental hotness of evil or whatever? Yes. <laughs> or the unfortunate hotness of evil or something like that. <laughs> well, that was a surprisingly fast com combat. Yes. Yes, yeah. it was. Man, I mean, I couldn't do shit though, fuck. I fell. I was helpful. <laughs> well, apparently, like, Twin Talon comes in, does all the damage, and then Ooze just like, I got this. <laughs> and the thing is, if she didn't kill him, I would have got to attack again. Oh my right, god. Right. Full base attack bonus. Crazy pants. That's a way to end the combat. Just, just pick him up and slam him to the ground. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no! Stay down! Have a nice trip. See you next fall. No, no. If it was that movie... It would be, have a nice trip, see you next autumn. <laughs> uh, everybody chill. I fucking hate that. It bothers me so much. <laughs> like an unreasonable amount. Hey, what bothers you more? All the bad puns or the fucking heel click ice skates? 
I mean, that's bad too. But the thing that bothers me is because he's Mr. Freeze and what he wants everybody to do is to stop moving. So he walks into the room and tells them to chill. Like, <laughs> his name's Mr. Freeze. He's like, all right, everybody, freeze. And that would be like appropriate. It's just like right there, low hanging fruit. And they just grab for the trunk of the tree. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I feel like it was on purpose just so they could all turn to the camera and be like, Matthew, what do you think? It doesn't feel that way. It feels like they're just... Not thinking. They're personally attacking you, Matt. That's what they're doing. Yeah. It feels like it's... In the way that humor doesn't always translate across languages, that's what it felt like. It felt like the person that wrote it wasn't a native English speaker, and to them, chill and freeze were the same. Like, it's the same word. It means the same thing. It's like, but context is important. It doesn't matter. That's not what we're doing here. What we're doing is Pathfinder. <laughs> I like that we've now gone to both. Like, we've gone to, like, two different Batman references recently. Yeah. You got the Joker from Batman and then latex nipples. <laughs> latex Arnold nipples. from that latex nipples movie. Got oh, So good. So good. That nipples. <laughs> All right. So can we search this body or what? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's happening now? You guys don't want to sing about bat nipples? No. I'm good. I would rather search the dead body of a two-headed jaguar. <laughs> okay. Well, you do. How do you like them apples? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't found out yet. As you root around for a little bit, they don't seem to have anything of value. Rip. To the staircase then? I guess. Sean, do they have anything on them that might signal that they were at all involved with the vampires and Ergothoa at all, maybe? Or did the bishop just have a fucking pet? Whatever this was. I would say that from what you got, it's evil. Its whole purpose is to pervert religions and to ruin them from the inside. So it can't be good that it was here, but it would be nice if there was some kind of tie more directly. Yeah, there's nothing on the creature, unfortunately. Nothing at all. Okay, interesting. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. But does it have nipples? I mean, stupid, sexy jitten. Stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> so Twin Talon is going to sever one of its heads. Oh, damn. Okay. Why did you do that? Well, we know that from what you said, it's a master of manipulation and corruption illusion, right? Yes. What if it's just playing dead? Hmm. I suppose that's true. Just want to make sure. So, Twin Times wants to make sure that it's not pretending. Sure. So, as you cut off its head, you realize that it is actually not a large creature. It is a medium-sized creature, and it just had some sort of weird magical illusion that it was projecting onto you to appear larger. Interesting. I should skin it. <laughs> what are we playing? Red Dead? <laughs> Why does that scare me more than anything else? <laughs> <laughs> it's Rob specifically saying. <laughs> I'm going to guess that you want to skin it so you can wear its pelt and have everyone perceive you as being large. Is that what you're doing? No, no. You just said we should make sure it's dead. I mean, you know. Uh-huh. Got to be careful of it at these things, you know? Right, right. I mean, if I decide to tan it later and use it for something, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure cutting off one of its heads is, is kind of like, it, it should be enough. Pretty sure he wants a two-headed, he wants a two-headed leopard rug for the backpack. <laughs> Damn it, there's no space! <laughs> I, I was thinking of like uh, jaguar fur shorts. <laughs> Jet jorts. Oh, jortception. I'm going to go to the staircase. <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's leave this poor, dead, beheaded creature. Which is way cooler than it needs to be. Brianna will exit this conversation by lowering her shield and then skating down the spiral staircase on it. Whee! 
I have one more real dumb question about this whole scenario. So is it a medium-sized two-headed jaguar thing? Yes. Okay, and it was just making it, it's just fluffed up its fur to appear larger? Yes. Okay. I get the impression from Brina doing that, that she looks at us when she does it rather than looking down. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, and absolutely like finger guns. Down into the darkness. So you all go down the steps. It is pitch black in the basement here. I think everybody but who can see in the dark. And Brianna. Brianna can see in the dark. I can. I thought I took something for it. I'll hold his hand and lead the way. It's okay. Yes. Brianna has a belt that lets her see in the dark. Uh-huh. Oh, let me give you dark vision then. Wait, does she wear the belt around her eyes? The minute I said it, I was like, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing to do that. No, but I have, because I have the exorcist thing, my spirit remnant holder, it does emit light. Oh, how bright is it? Dim light in a 10 foot radius. Dim light, okay. So yeah, it's not like the beacons are lit, but it's, it's something. I feel like mostly that just lights you up in the darkness so that things that could see in the darkness can see you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can also see the darkness though, so. Yeah, but I guess it's better than nothing if you can't see in the dark. Yeah, hey, now you all know where I am. I could also just like tuck it in a sleeve and it would, you know, conceal it entirely, but I was debating buying some of those. They have like the, basically it's like a bag of holding, but they're sleeves. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I might grab a set of those if I can at some point for giggles. Voluminous sleeves. Wow, that's bright. It's dim light. <laughs> I'm not on my screen. What do y'all mean? It's dark down here. <laughs> Are we having a party? Yeah. <laughs> Don't have a party without me. I'll put it away. Fine. You're right here. The system is down. The system is down. <laughs> the system is down. The system is down. All right. So what I've learned is Sean needs to change the lighting effect because a softly rippling rainbow is just not it. <laughs> We're all like, Ugh. I'm down to my underpants and I've painted my face. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's just knife sword. Did you give us a room description? That might be helpful, unless it is just an empty room that we're standing in, like it looks like. This unlit room is clean and unadorned. The sturdy walls of this rectangular room are well-maintained, but recent gouges and brownish-red stains mar the dark stones of the floor. Rounded archways in the north and west walls house double doors engraved with broad spirals. The door to the north hangs partially open, and a faint, cool draft carries the scent of earth and dust. Do we venture through that way, or...? Well, I think something at least went that way. We should figure out what it was. I'm trying to remember. I think the further down we go, the more likely we are to head into the dead warrens. Am I remembering that right, Sean? Yes. Okay. So we need to be careful, because there were stories that we uh, grew up with that there were all sorts of nasty things in there. Would it behoove us to rest so we are at our peak to continue this venture? It's not a bad idea. How are people feeling? I feel great. My tattoos are drained, but beyond that... Anybody else hurt? I could still fight. Next word, how are your magical reserves? I'm pretty good. Well, let's continue. All right. Onwards and upwards, then. All right. So Twin Town will move to the door to the north, which is partially open, or particularly open. Or oh. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he will listen. He will listen to see uh, if he can hear anything. Okay, so as you head that way, I need everybody in the room to make a reflex save. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right, let's start at the top of my list here. Christine, what did you get for Soraya? 35. That is a success, regular. Haya, what did you get for Brianna? Brianna got a 32. 32 is a failure. Cool, 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 cool. Heidi? 
Ooh got a natural 20 on the die for 42. That is a critical success. Matt? Twin Talon rolled an 18 for a 45. 45 is a critical success. And Rob, what did you get for Knife Sword? 36. Which is a regular success. So Christine and Rob will be taking half damage. Haya will take full damage. And Twin Talon and Ooh will take no damage. Cool. Oh, that's a lot of D6s. That's even more D6s. Why? Why? All right. So, Twin Talon, as you head to the north, you walk by a square and suddenly there is a large clap of thunder, a bright light that reverberates through this room. So, Brianna, you are taking 27 points of sonic damage and 39 points of negative damage. My ears. Oh, jeez. Ooh takes nothing. Twin Talon takes nothing. Knife Sword takes half of that. And Soraya takes half of that. I guess we should be on the lookout for uh, trapped floor tiles. What? Twin Talon, as he does that, since he set it off, will try to look at the thing, like after it goes off, he'll try to look at it to see what it is that happened? Was that like a rune or a tripwire? Sure. So on the ground, you notice that there were very well hidden Thassalonian runes set with onyx. Can I roll Thassalon lore to see like what this might be, like if I can get anything out of it? Yeah, absolutely. 35. Okay. So you know that this is a life draining thunder trap. So rude. It erupts with onyx and negative energy and thunderous roars at the presence of a living creature. Huh, which would make me think that the only thing that's going to be down here are undead, because the way up into the cathedral is trapped against living creatures. This was a magical trap, just so you know. Sorry, everybody. Uh, I missed that one. I didn't expect this room to be trapped. That's okay. Brianna's reading his lips. That's the only reason why she knows. (laughs) As everyone else in the room has tinnitus going, Does anybody else need healing? Yes, please. Oh, okay. And then get sorted. I feel like I had something that allows me to do group heals now. You can do two people at once. Yeah. Yeah, she can. (laughs) Okay, Brianna will will take care of Knife Sword and Soraya. Uh, Sean, does Twin Talon notice, is there some like reset on this or will someone have to manually redo it? Since they're runes, they would have to come and manually reset it. Okay, so there's no danger that if we leave and come back, this is going to reset on its own, but someone could reset it. Correct. And you're going to guess that not just this room heard that? Right. Especially if the vampires were here, that's probably also an early warning system. It's a good one. It makes a loud noise, so it alerts everybody in the complex, and it damages the people that come down. All right. So, Haya, since you're a master of medicine, you can attempt DC 30 to check. So you succeed... 34. So that's 2d8 plus 30. I rolled a 42 for Soraya and a 46 for Knife Sword. All right. They are both completely full. That's so much healing for non-magical. Yeah. That's excellent. And then if there's time, she'll also do herself. Yeah. She fails for herself. It's fine. Oh. At mastery level. Well... At the mastery level, but then remember, we take the next... You're right. You're right. You're right. So you have a DC 20 that you succeed at. So it's 2d8 plus 10. 
You are absolutely right. I'd forgotten about that. And if you want to, you can stab yourself and see if, and increase it by. Mm, not feeling particularly lucky, so she gets 25 points of healing back. All right. Matt, so now that you've uh, set off the trap in this room, you're by the door. So it's been 20 minutes. Has anybody, have we made, heard anybody like scrambling around outside or? No, you haven't, weirdly enough. Hmm. Okay. So Twin Town is going to make a uh, perception at the door to the north and then check it for traps and then open it up. All right. Let's make that stealthy secret perception roll. Ooh, question mark. Uh, everything looks good, Matt. You should just fling open the door. I will. Twin Town will very carefully open the door. Ah, what the fuck? <laughs> Hello. What? <laughs> Please tell me it says that. <laughs> no, it doesn't really talk. Aww. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't talk. But It's another Scarlet Walker, for those of you who can't see. Yeah, we fought one of these. Hello. Shit. Curved alcoves line the wall of this wide L-shaped corridor, each bearing neatly stacked aged bones. Some have been disturbed and scattered across the floor, and most show signs of having been gnawed. And with that, we're going to have to roll some initiative for everyone. Roll, Rick, roll. Oh, boy. What are you crying about, Matt? Why is it here? Why? <laughs> this thing sucks. The, the blood right out of your face. Yeah, it does. Joy. All right. So let's begin this encounter. The Scarlet Walker directly in front of you, Matt. <sighs> As you open the door, it goes, hello. <laughs> I really hope it does. <laughs> hello, welcome to the catacombs. I will be your guide. Oh, no, thank you. Oh, hi. <laughs> I will be your guide. Just give me all your blood first. <laughs> One of the uh, tentacles lashes out of its face and tries to hit you. So rude. 39 to hit. That hits. Boo. All right. So you're going to take some damage, but while I'm rolling some damage, can you roll a fortitude save for me, please? Certainly. 35? A 35 is a regular success. So as this tentacle slaps you across the face for 17 points of damage, you also feel a little, little tired, honestly. Maybe a little slowed down. Oh, no. Like slowed one. <laughs> and then it's going to strike at you with a claw. The claw. He has been chosen. I prefer clamps. <laughs> I don't. 29 to hit you, Matt. Oh, no. That's a miss. Is a miss. All right. Hack, let's just do it one more time with a claw. Once more with feeling. Ooh, that's not good. That's a, uh, uh, that's a 16. That is a critical failure. Uh, all right. So let's see. This is a unarmed attack. Mm -hmm. Something's broken. You take 1d4 bludgeoning damage and can't use this attack until healed. Nice. Suck it, claw. <laughs> <laughs> so it tentacles me through the door frame and then tries to claw me, but smashes its hand into the wall. Yeah, for one point of damage. That's not the important part. The important part is that it can't use a claw attack. Okay, that was its turn. Next turn. Is there another Scarlet Walker? What the shit is that? <laughs> I would like to throw a yellow flag at it. <laughs> no, it can't do that. Why not? Why, why can't it move there, Matt? Why can't it walk straight through me while squeezing? 
Oh, that's right. I forgot to read you about something about this. Ugh. Oh, oh, fuck no. you. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. So as it walks past you, Matt, if you have an attack of opportunity, you are more than welcome to use it. But its body pops and like adjusts itself to fit through that door as if it were a medium creature. What? It's like huge though. It's huge. As then it comes through, it re pops its body back out to be large. So there's just weird like glitching, cracking sounds as it reconfigures itself. Uh, yep. It is an ability called eerie flexibility. While squeezing, it can move at full speed and can move through squares as if it were a medium creature. I call that gross flexibility. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, it takes all three moves to move into their room, though. So, you know, I say welcome. <laughs> uh oh. Matt, it is your turn. You are slowed one. Cool. Twin Talon is going to take a step backwards. Then he is going to attack the Scarlet Walker. 30 to hit. 30 will... Flat-footed, it's flat-footed. Flat-footed, flat-footed. Will miss. Okay. Uh, then Tesani will take her attack. 39 against its regular AC. That'll hit. 13 damage. All right. 13 damage to the Scarlet Walker. Mm -hmm. 13 magical piercing damage. Haya, it is your turn. Oh boy, oh boy, the, the, the joy of, of this uh, new friend. Oh, hello. Oh, hi, how are you? Uh-huh, mm -hmm. fancy seeing you here again. I feel like Brianna would, should I try a Divine Lance, friends? What do you guys think? Yeah, let's give it a shot. Portamad. It is undead, I'm pretty sure. What I no, is it? No, it's not. It's an aberration. Take like from the dream realm or whatever. Yeah, I was gonna ask what we remember from last time, because I know we definitely acknowledged it last time. Oh nice! So as my companions have said, I have rolled a natural twenty. Is that a crit, Sean? That is a critical success. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Which means I don't know what that means. It means you get a critical hit card. And you use the spell effect. What? This is so lame. Nerve damage. Normal damage. The target is slowed one until healed. Lame. That's actually really good. No, that means it only gets two actions a turn until it's healed. Yeah. Yeah, but normal damage for crit. Like, lame. Yeah, but you steal one of its actions for basically ever. 22 points of damage. That's not bad. Okay. You guys remember that it is immune to cold, it is weak to electricity, and is resistant to poison. You know that you shouldn't end your turn within 20 feet of one of these. Oh, by the way, Matt, I need a fortitude save. Yeah. Don't end your within 20 feet of one of these things. Oh, you suck. I rolled a natural 20. You're fine. Good. Yeah, there's two of them. One sucked. Yeah, this is like, we can't get 20 feet away from both of them. Oh, Matt, roll it a second time because you're within 20 feet of both of them. I'd like to call shenanigans on that. Shenanigans has been called but will be denied. So rude. 34. You're good. There's no, like, you're immune if you critically succeed or whatever? I would just think that you would uh, just roll once for the ability, but who's to say? Well, you're good either way, so it's fine. Yeah, I'll take nothing. That sounds great. All right, you have one more action, Haya. Yeah, but um, she'll yeet her javelin, even though she feels like she really should be up there, but she remembers how gross it felt to have her blood taken from her eyeballs. Oh, it's still gonna happen. 
Am I? Really? Yeah, 20. It's the whole room. Like I, We can't get away from it. 15 feet as far as we can get. Yeah, but I can't really move this round anyway and just not do anything. So I'll just eat my javelin at it. Yeeting the javelin. It has been yoked. That's a 31. A miss. Okay. And that's my turn. All right. Knife sword. I want to play with the new toy. Uh-oh. Were you reversing gravity? No, that's predictable. I'm going to play with my shadow raid. Oh, no. So, boom. And let's just go here. That gets everybody. Cool. All right. Can I uh, have some uh, reflex saves from you there, Sean? It's reflex or will. What would you like to use? Hmm. What do you guys think, Will? It's got eight legs and two pinchers. I'm going to say he will. Let's do Will. Okay. Will save. Save me, Will Robinson. Save me. And it's both of them. Oh, it is. All right. One has a 39 and one has a 32. So they both save. So they're taking half damage. All right. And we are concealed from them now. Yeah, the 3d8 is the damage that continues to happen. Okay, so it was 21. So they take 10 or 11. I don't know if I round up or not. 10. Always round down. So 10 piercing? Why not? All right. They both take 10. And we're all obscured. And that would be it. I'm not a fan of you being obscured. Could you not? But I can do more fun this way. All right. Next up is... Oh, before Ooh goes, I'm going to need two fort saves, please. Two fort saves? I make fort saves? Sorry, two fort saves from Knife Sword. He's not near the other one. Oh, sorry, just one, just one. You're right, you're right, just one. Did you need some from me? I need one from you as well. I got a 27. That is a failure. Should I hero point it? Depends what you rolled, I guess. I forget what the, the blood facing does. It sucks blood out of you, and I think it makes you drained, which is why Ooh and Rain are drained. Yeah. I'm still drained. What does drain do? I forget. Lowers your max number of hit points. Hmm. It's kind of early in the fight. I think I'll take it. I'm at max hit points right now, so. Okay. So you're drained one. That's it. And Brianna, you rolled a total of? You're fine. Crit success. I think on a crit success, she should still eat its blood. Ooh, it is your turn. You can vaguely see the creature. It's dark down here. Soraya said she was going to hold my hand, so I'm going to be over by Soraya. Okay. And I'm going to rage. I'm going to put away my silver dagger and take out my adamantine battle axe. I think that's four actions. Can I do that? Move, rage, draw. You're good. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, I need a fort save from you. Ooh. Ooh, that is a critical failure. Hero point, hero point. So point of order once this is all done. Yes, she does not have a hero point. <sighs> Isn't this a new session? No, not from the combat upstairs. Well, she can have my hero point then. Okay. Thanks, mom. Very nice. Very nice. Reroll. All right, 34. That is a success. So point of order. If you would have moved, drew your axe, and then raged, you could take an attack on it as well. Oh, then make an attack. Just gotta rearrange the actions and you can do it. That's fine. I'm down with that. Okay. Because Silencing Strike has the rage action or the rage tag and it's one action, you can do it as part of your rage. Very good. I will do that then. Thank you. Okay. Make a melee strike to pull out my melee. Strike and a strike for a 30. 30 will, uh, it's not flanked, so that'll miss. Okay. Yeah, but it was an extra attack, whatever. Yeah, but now it is Soraya's turn. Well, I'm g I have a bottle of lightnings, so we're going to light these things up because electricity is, is a good plan. Nat 20! Hell yeah! 
Fuck yeah! My card says bomb or spell. If this is a spell, nope. Normal damage to the target. Uh, the target. It just says if this is a spell. Although it is not bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing, it is lightning. So it would do double damage. Cool. So double damage, which I did roll later, which is 16 electricity damage. It is flat-footed, and it is taking the splash as well. All right. So another two electricity, and it is flat-footed. Yes, and does that factor in all of its weakness to electricity? I already put that in there. Sweet. Alrighty. Well, since that worked so well, let's do it again. Might as well. 28. 28 will miss. But it will take two electric splash, so I shall leave it. Plus 10 or whatever. Alright, which is really 12. Exactly. That's why I'm content to, to let it do its thing. Alright. And I'm gonna regret doing this, but I'm gonna Hail Mary one more over to uh, the far one. All right. You're going to throw this one at the one to the north? Yes, to the north. All right. And that's a 23. That's also going to miss if it doesn't crit. 23 is a critical miss. Oh, heck. All right. Like I said, I knew I, knew I was going to regret that, but hey. Kick back like a mule, because again, this is just spell, not spell or bomb. Uh, you fall prone. So I, I slip and fall on my butt. Oh, no. Prone. And I have to make a fort save? Yes, you do need to make a fort save, please. Okay. Saves fortitude. This is not a poison effect. Does the marshal's aura count? Because it's on here. She hasn't done the dread marshal stance yet, so. Okay, cool. That's why I wanted to check. I mean, she still has her aura, so it gives you the plus one bonus to fear. Yeah, but this isn't fear. This is something else. So 30. 30 is a success. It's a critical success. I'm a juggernaut. Yeah. So it is now the top of round two, and we will pick this up next week. I knew it. Ah! Dang it. Give me all the blood from your eyes. No, it's mine. No, I'd rather not. I need my eye blood. My eye blood, not your eye blood. My eye blood. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Die Podcast. Please visit us at crackeddiepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Tabletop Audio. Visit them at tabletopaudio.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tabletop Audio. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at, at Editing Nate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in making this. If you would like to join our Patreon, please visit us at patreon.com slash crackeddiepodcast.